Welcome to Think Out for Your Imagination. This podcast is about the imagination of me, Jennifer Purcell, and other neurodivergents and neurotypicals, and how our imagination is still vivid because we are neurodivergent, and about my imagination I used to have when I was little, and bringing it to life and sharing it with you. I hope that you enjoy this first episode and that you will be inspired to email me if you want to be interviewed about your imagination that you had when you were little. I will put my email in the podcast description for you. So, happy holidays and happy belated Thanksgiving. Today we are going to be talking about NLP and memories. Do you ever have challenges with your memories? Remembering why you went from a from one room to the next. How about remembering ones from long ago, meaning long-term memory, or what you ate yesterday? I know I do sometimes. This could be from having NLD, or maybe you're neurotypical and have memory issues or lapses. For me, this can sometimes be because of NLD or because of my chronic migraines making my brain fuzzy. Not sure what it's like for you. I also know that when I used to suppress my emotions too much, I couldn't remember what was going on around me because I was trying so hard to forget the bad things that were happening to me. I did this a lot when my cousin was sexually abusing me. Sorry if that triggers anything for the audience listening to this. This is why it's often sad for me to think of my childhood because I can't remember what it was like to be anything younger than four, maybe six. And if I try to, it's clouded by negative memories of what my cousin did to me for basically six years. What I'm saying is that I think I don't remember anything younger than the age eight, maybe, or four years old. I'm so glad I told my mom about the abuse when I was 12 years old. It was one of the hardest things I've done in my life, but also one of the best things. (laughs) Blessing in disguise. It was one of the times I decided to become my hero and have been that way ever since I took my shovel back by disclosing to my mom about my trauma and abuse. I took back my power and life. If you want to know about know more about that experience, you can go to episode 20 on the podcast where I talk about that for the first time on the podcast. This relates to memories because after I did that, I let myself express my emotions freely and anytime I wanted to. I didn't suppress them anymore. It was liberating. And still is. I can be who I want to be and remember more of my memories because I'm in control of my life and my power. And no one can take that away from me ever again. As long as I don't let them. Yes, I have had six years of therapy for this and am going through my seventh one currently. Therapy can change who someone 
was into a completely different person. I was conned by someone before I started this podcast and decided to fight back by becoming a completely better version of myself. It took me a while to do this, but I did it by being more honest, not only with the ones that I love the most, my family and friends, but also with myself. This also relates to memory because if you trust yourself, it's easier to retain who you are, your personality, and what you're meant to do in life. If you want to learn more about this time in my life, please go to episode 20, like I said earlier, and the interview with Christina Cummings that I uploaded recently. Here's an article about three different kinds of memories. It is titled Long-Term Memory, Episodic, Somatic, and Implicit, posted on September 8, 2017 by Peter Flom, who has a PhD. Quote, there are different ways to divide up the idea of memory. One method is to divide it into implicit and explicit memory, and to further divide explicit memory into episodic and somatic memory. My memory varies a lot over these three types. I think this is probably a part of NLD. Implicit memory is stuff that we acquire without conscious thought, how to tie our shoes or drive a car, for instance. Explicit memory is, as I noted, divided into episodic memory and somatic memory. Episodic memory is autobiographical, memories of what things we did, who we did them with, how old we were when we did them, and so on. Cinematic memory is memory for facts, words, and so on. My implicit memory is well below average. My episodic memory is very low, but my somatic memory is very good. I wonder if this is similar for others with NLD. Let me know in the comments, end quote. I did quote that whole article there because it was short and I felt like it was um, pretty good at describing different kinds of memories and really cool how the person who wrote it has an LD and was describing the different kinds of memories and how that relates to his memory. So what I took from that, my implicit memory is okay, I can drive, but I don't like it because of my migraines and how that affects driving sometimes when I have a bad migraine. Even if I'm not nauseous, I don't feel comfortable driving because of that. Um, and if I am nauseous and I have a bad migraine, I don't like driving. Um, and I can tie my shoes, but I prefer to have shoes that I don't need to tie. Basically, without shoelaces. <laughs> or ones that you can just pull up the shoelace instead of tying it. Called quick laces. I can also type well, but not fast. At least not super fast. My episodic memory is good depending on the memory, <laughs> who was in its surroundings and when it was. Also how uh, sorry, also how old I was 
in that memory. Got a lot of tongue tied. My somatic memory is good. I can remember random facts, numbers, dates, names, and words well. Maybe that's why I'm good with technology and teaching myself how to do more skills with it. One thing I recently taught myself was how to install a new machine we got at work. We got a new mail machine for weighing envelopes and putting stamps on it. And I was able to set it up for us without that much help. There were instructions for setting it up, but I followed the instructions and I was able to set it up. That thought that was pretty cool. Um, but I, what I have noticed recently is that some, oh, sorry. I also talked about auditory, visual, and kinesthetic memory before in the podcast. These vary in degree of strength for people with NLD. I have a very strong auditory memory and my next strongest is kinesthetic. My weakest is visual. But what I have noticed recently is that sometimes I can remember better with visual if it's combined with auditory or kinesthetic because those are my strengths. An example of that would be like when I'm driving and a visual part of driving is remembering landmarks. And I can remember landmarks well and maybe that's because when I'm driving that's kinesthetic and audio is also impacted with driving when you have noises so I think that's where it's easier for me there and um, there's a song that I want to share with you that I love listening to and still love listening to that I think is a good inspiration for people with NLD it's called I learn and I forget by Daniel Neymar for me this reminds me about NLD because I feel like I often have to relearn many things because of having NLD and sometimes I relearn in a different way than I did in the previous time. This is also true for when I try to tackle challenges. Often you have to be willing to tackle them in more than one way so that you can succeed in making your life easier. I also feel like I often make mis the same mistakes with NLD challenges until I learn how to tackle them better or understand how to get after them better and keep after them. It's not easy to have any learning challenges, especially the invisible ones like NLD, autism, spectrum disorder, ADHD, Asperger's, or OCD. I hope that this podcast is an inspiration to you, especially if you have NLD or any other learning challenges, or if you are someone who has it and, sorry, or if you know someone who has it and loves them very much. As I'm going to quote a character from a show called Flash, I don't know if you watch that show but it's on Netflix and one of the characters in that show is called well she was called Killer Frost in the beginning but now she's just called Frost and something that she said 
is different is here to stay and there is no cure for it. We are here to stay. And that quote inspired me because I am different and I'm not going anywhere. And like Frost said, I'm here to stay. And um, I know she was talking about meta-humans because that's who she is in that show. But it can be applied to people with learning challenges and people of the other ethnicities and with other identities as well. And we're not going to go anywhere. We're going to stay here and we're going to fight for who we are and what we believe in and what we need and the rights we need to have and what we want to have for a better life. As I wrap up, please comment on this episode and answer this question. What do you struggle with in regards to memory? You can comment whether you have NLD or not. Also, you can comment on YouTube or the website, and you can also email me at livingwithnld at gmail.com. Hope you learned something new. Talk to you next Friday. Happy holidays. I hope that this week's episode of Think Out for your imagination brought new ideas to your mind and reminded you of when you were little and would imagine and pretend and play with your friends or yourself and create games in your mind and, you know, just be, just be a kid and have fun and, you know, what it's like to dream it and do that and be able to um, be a little kid again and, you know, believe in things like fairy tales and mermaids and um, wonderful creatures. I will talk to you next Thursday.